0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. And you're listening to Lunchtime Live. We're now every Tuesday afternoon for the next couple of weeks. At this time, we are going to do something a little bit different. We are going to talk about some of the great and wonderful and brilliant podcasts that are out there at the moment. And today, to talk me through, well, one of the podcasts that we've picked, we have our own pod squad here today, Laura Mullet, journalist and a podcast enthusiast and also presenter with Today FM 98, Shelley Gray. Good
1: afternoon. Happy New Year. Yeah, great to see you both. You're going
0: to have to say this for the whole week now. Happy New Year. <laughs> no, it stops today. It's done. I'm back at work. Uh, finished today. And that's yeah. Once the show's over, there's no more Happy New Year's. <laughs> We're back, to, back big time to, to uh, normality. Um, we picked The Pact mm-hmm. as our podcast, our first podcast to listen to. Actually, for all of the listeners out there today, take a quick listen. <laughs>
2: according to kelly cochran on the night of her wedding her new husband jason forced her to agree to a pact that if she ever cheated on him she would have to murder the man she cheated with or else jason would murder her and according to multiple confessions from kelly this pact would lead to the deaths of at least nine people only two of whom have ever been identified including Eventually, Jason himself. This season on The Pact, we'll investigate how this pact allegedly created one of the most prolific female serial killers in American history. And whether Kelly was the victim of an abusive husband, or a manipulative, murderous mastermind, we'll explore gender bias and true crime, and attempt to identify Kelly's missing victims. If there are, in fact, any.
0: Yeah, so just a a little snippet of what people can can look forward to. I have to be honest now, first of all, right? Uh, I'm not the biggest, wasn't the biggest podcast fan out there. Like, I have a very specific genre of podcast that I like and that's usually you know a crime, factual Um, gives me a breakdown of something that's happening currently you know in the courtroom in a court case or true crime that's it that's really all yeah. I listened to and I thought you know what this year Andrea you need to broaden your scope and your horizons a little bit you need to start listening Two different things and that's what we're going to do over the next couple of weeks. So we started with The Pact because I thought, well, this is actually, this is right in my area. It's true crime. It's courtroom drama. It's got everything I want. I've only listened to three episodes of it out of 17. Mm -hmm. How many of you (laughs) you listened to
1: I've listened to about maybe six at this stage. There's, yeah, the seventeen or eighteen episodes—like, quite long.
3: I—that's too long, right? <laughs> so, look, I—I I, this is conversion therapy, by the way. We were actually trying to make you fall in love with podcasts. That's the whole yeah. point of this. We're yeah. like, we're going to drag you over to the dark side. Um, look, I, I understand where you're coming from. I think some of us like a bit of a bit of a series. I think in the new year, you're trying to maybe get out more, go for walks and stuff. Podcasts are a great kind of form of escapism. Um, it's great to kind of get lost in something did I get lost in this? Not necessarily, but I think the subject matter is absolutely fascinating. Yeah. I do. I'm seven episodes in as well. Okay, I will great. see it through to the end. Right. I, I, I will. I think it's important to kind of see where it goes. But it does, I feel like the first, um, the first one is a slow burn. I'm sure we'll all agree. Mm. It kind of, I kind of paces it that way. <laughs> 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 I, I think it's fascinating though that female psychopathy hasn't really been explored to the extent that, you know, there's so many things about Ted Bundy and other serial killers. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, I love the idea of a podcast that kind of delves into that more. And what I like about the later episodes of this podcast is they talk to a a lady called Chief Frizzle, and she kind of goes into her investigative process and why, you know, Kelly was able to evade being caught for so long and her behaviours and everything. But the reality is, you know, she was underestimated. And I think this podcast was her trying to blame someone for her crimes while Mm -hmm. take credit for them at the same time. So it's so, so interesting. That side of it I liked. Yeah. So the
1: background of the story, it's basically Kelly and she has an affair with her co-worker Chris who eventually goes missing and then they trace it back to Kelly and her husband Jason's house and Kelly is kind of trying to put the blame on Jason and eventually we find out it's Kelly. But um, yeah, she's just, she, she... in terms of like her mind she has the struggle of trying to be in control she has a real huge ego but in terms of trying to put the blame on Jason, then she's trying to portray herself as this really, really weak person. Um, but I don't think Chris, I couldn't understand this. Chris wasn't the first person they killed. I was no. a little Story. lost by that as well. I'm yeah. glad you yeah. said yeah. that. Yeah, you have to, I had to keep rewinding it. Now, I was listening to it on 1.5 speed. That's a trick for you. Uh, I was listening oh. to it on 1.5 speed, and right. kind of hear it quicker. But then I, there was so many names, so many characters that I was just getting really, really lost. In it. So I had to keep rewinding back. But when they were investigating Chris's missing case, they called their house and the house was spotless, but they noticed on the roof there was a blood splatter. So they were like, bingo, this is it. But when they took the DNA evidence from the blood, uh, it wasn't Chris's and there was no evidence of Chris's body which they had actually, it transpires, dismembered in the house. So they were like pros at this. They had cleaned up so well. But then the splatter of blood clearly was somebody else's blood. They'd done this before Chris, but they don't know whose it is. So she's only, I think, implicated for like two murders, but potentially there could be like nine or 21. I was kind of getting lost. So
3: apparently it looks like, she kind of has basically stated anyone she's ever had relations with has been murdered, except for one guy that she worked with that, you know, was able to kind of help navigate this absolute mess of a situation. But the weird thing is about her and her husband is, like, he he seems complicit. You kind of, she sort of is saying, you know, it was a very abusive relationship, but Mm -hmm. you have to wonder which way that swung. Because she's a domineering character and she seems to have been able to juggle an awful lot in her life she had so many jobs she had a lot of responsibility Super Um, intelligent Very intelligent woman she actually studied psychology I'd say she was probably trying to understand her own mindset Exactly But what really kind of turned my gut when I was listening to it is after this man died and she'd obviously says there was this pact or whatever God knows if there was a pact but um, they had a barbecue and there's a suspicion that it was Chris that was barbecued Yeah The idea of the pact anyway (laughs) you know (laughs) if you cheat on but it's on your yeah, <laughs> like it was, or I'll kill you yeah it was, it was kind of bizarre to like, say like
1: you know I'll kill whoever that is but yeah. they yeah. literally meant it like.
3: yeah. I don't know I feel like Irish people can have a bit of a twisted sense of humour but I think this was yeah. a very literal situation it's not not right quite time.
1: the same yeah. oh, the barbecue is a great bit though because you have reports from the neighbours the day that Chris went missing mm-hmm. saying that at 2am in the morning they heard the power tool starting up and they were like oh we're just doing some renovations and that same week they were invited over for a barbecue with this Absurd amount of meat on offer. That was oh, horrific. It sort of.
0: There were similarities for me, and I cannot believe i The name is going to escape my mind now. Of you know the Netflix documentary series uh, Dharma. yes that's Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. are kind of similarities for me. <laughs> through elements of it. Yeah. And
3: I found that hard to stick with as well, by the way. so I feel like that might have been a little bit of inspiration as well. That's the problem here. And the host, I feel like he's kind of got a slow drawl, but he's talking about Israel Keyes, another kind of prolific killer that um, had killed sex workers. And again, there was a pig farm involved and oh. body disposal. And they do say that the problem is this can give sick people ideas. And at the end of the day, they did, you know... A, maybe two or three weeks after Chris's murder you know they, they had a pig farm and they were selling the pigs and stuff as grass fed pigs I just think it's a it's a twisted world but I think when you're listening to something like a podcast it does open your eyes you're like how can because you're not a psychopath you're listening to it being like this can't be real this has to be fiction it's like something out I of a, well, a Stephen King horror
0: film Well it's something you know or a story that you've never heard of
3: Yeah you know, I've never mean? heard yeah, of this yeah. Absolutely never heard anything about There's a lot before. of American horrific stories I hadn't heard I feel like the European ones they kind of move through our news system but I feel so much mm-hmm. happens in America that for me slips through the cracks of I'm like surely now I've heard of Alien Wuornos she's obviously a very prolific female serial killer like um, Kelly Cochran was flying under the radar for me never now so I'm glad she's before. on my radar so I know who to avoid? I think
1: fe- <laughs> female psychopaths in general have gone under the radar. Yeah. There's just not a lot known about them and they were saying like male um, psychopaths, they tend to like prey on their um, victims and for sexual reasons, whereas the females they kind of keep their victims close for a while and then they kill them for financial reasons.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a hunter, so it's an alleged hunter-gatherer yes. theory. Yeah, that w- Women like to gather what's around them, so you kind of rally up the troops <laughs> whereas men like to hunt. And that's I just I think that's very sick, and I hope that's not Never. how it works. And I think that's a bit like negative to think. But
0: you, you know, it's funny because we're going to start this and we're going to chat about podcasts every every Tuesday afternoon. I, I love your hack on how to. I didn't even know that you'd Jess s- speed hack. up. I suggest Kelly hack his Yeah, <laughs> speed speed up the pace of it. I fi- I did find I just find it hard to stick with. Yeah, it's if, not a great advertisement, is it? Wait, <laughs>
1: so there was a lot of ads. There was a few negatives. The ads we were saying this yeah, earlier. Sorry, yeah, oh, that's another thing. Is that
3: common? <laughs> Not as, like, there, I haven't seen that many ads in a podcast before. Well you unfortunately I have lately okay, right. so I, I listened to another podcast called The Girlfriends, of Friends and I loved the podcast and I recommended it to my sister, friends everybody and I reviewed it but people did listen to it and comment on the ads and I think I'm a little bit immune to the ads now mm. but really I, I feel like there's a lot of kind of iHeartRadio podcasts and stuff that just do have so much advertising mm. but I think when the subject matter is good I just kind of zone out for those parts but the problem for me with this podcast and I did think it was really good and I would recommend people listening to it and making up their own mind mm. it's there's a lot of courtroom scenes and I find that the volume you're turning it up to listen to courtroom chats right and then the ads are going to deafen you. So I think it's just if you're listening to headphones please be careful. Do not shatter your eardrums. Are we recommending (laughs) The Pack Shelly? I would recommend it
1: yes and I'm not that into true crime podcasts and I actually liked it. I have to go back and listen to it yeah at a normal speed to kind of get a grip of who is who and the timelines. They go through a lot of timelines and like, you know, phone records and things like that. So I need to go back and listen to it at a leisurely pace.
3: I'm on the seventh episode and I feel like some new information has come out in this one. I don't want to spoil it for anyone but I feel like the story, the plot's going to thicken and I think it is going to unravel slightly. Like they've mentioned um, that she has these tattoos and she mentioned on a prison phone that they represent these butterfly tattoos, all the different people she's killed. So I feel like now they're delving more into her psyche so I mm. definitely want to know what happens next. Out of five, what? how many stars are you going to give it? I'd right. give it four because the production value is a bit low but sometimes something that's not over- Vertically produced can be a great listen so I give it 4 out of 5 but um I think 17 episodes is too much they could have yeah. condensed it down I, 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 100% it
0: lost me at 17 episodes <laughs> to be honest with you like I just you know I'm not going to commit and every episode's about 45
3: 50 minutes it's yeah, a lot of time. it is. It is. But well, maybe investing your time into learning how to avoid female psychopaths could this help. Is, this is what it's all about, <laughs> Shelley. Out of five, I would give it
1: a three point five, just because I don't want mm. to be the same as Laura. I'm on a bit of three to be honest, right. but I'm only
0: three episodes in. Maybe,
1: maybe <laughs> things, maybe things, uh, maybe things will improve. Uh, um,
0: listener in Cork says, Andrea, ghost story is by far the best podcast released this year the Ooh. fact that it's a true st- uh, true story and the amount of weird coincidence make it absolutely fascinating I loved it I miss it I wish there was more there was I an loved up- that too really? I heard that that was good okay uh, there was an update last week um, but that's the end of it and I'm searching for something just as good so I can't wait for some more uh, recommendations says Mim in Cork Mim we'll have plenty more for you as well next Tuesday we might even actually pick a podcast tomorrow and let listeners know what we're going to be talking about next Tuesday afternoon
2: Lunchtime Live with Andrea
0: Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron. On Talk.